what's going on what's going on everyone first of all guys welcome to the nikhil sai show which is hosted by me the nikhil sai and guess what's going on today we are back with another amazing two comma club interview so this is going to be pretty 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 amazing guys in case if you're someone who's struggling as an agency or overall struggling in the part of marketing generating leads creating an roi in your business which can help you to scale fast and leveraging your experience right to actually build a successful marketing business this podcast is something you should really really pay attention to today we are having a special guest who has done crazy numbers in especially solar marketing field he has a unique formula and his own methodology to actually you know do marketing generate leads and actually get roi because that's what matter the most in the end of the day right so guys let's not welcome uh, let's not waste any time and actually let's welcome cody maldonado ceo of a solar marketing formula hey cody hey there hey there nikhil <laughs> how are you doing brother I'm doing very good. I uh, I appreciate you having me on here. Um, I'm actually interested in, in, in yourself. Um, whereabouts in the world are you? Uh, yeah, I'm actually in India. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I've I've heard um, a lot of uh, good things about the um, the upcoming prospects of um, of, of business and in, in India. Um, so to say the least, really. Um, so hmm. yeah, happy to be here, man yeah thank you it's a good 3 a.m in my time so yeah i'm excited <laughs> yeah I'm, i'm definitely excited uh cody so yeah cody why don't we start with your backstory like how did all of this crazy journey started okay so i worked for uh, other solar companies when i first got into this my uh friend he said hey uh, i'm selling solar panels you might want to try it so uh, mm-hmm. i talked to the the guy who owned the company over the phone and uh you know i i'm just realizing You guys are in my garage right now. I'm uh the plumbing in my house is getting all ripped apart and so welcome to my garage. Uh my uh I I would have rented a Ferrari to lean against while I did this uh this interview but you know it wasn't it wasn't available on time. So welcome to the garage. But hey, you know, people really work out of anywhere nowadays, you know. Um so this is where I'm at for the moment. Anyway, so I started working for another company and um he he hired me on and I sold some solar panels. and um quickly left that company went to a couple more and realized that they're all the same they all sell the same thing and um my comment before starting my my own company before leaving the last one I ever worked for was we have to get the attention of people we have to figure out what makes us different how are we going to separate ourselves from everybody else in this industry because we're all saying the same stuff um so competitive industries that are abundant we're all fighting with everybody across across the globe nowadays how do we separate ourselves how do we separate our companies yeah so that, that's that's how i got started just realizing there's a lot of holes in their in other companies games mm i think yeah that's definitely true especially these days like if you are in the requirement of solar you call someone and he's just like looking to connect who like he's just like figuring out who he should connect because almost everybody has the same offer and almost like everybody provides the same thing right and i think that brings back to the next question kauri like you the way you actually marketed yourself in a very competitive niche is completely by creating a unique offer right like your offer is what 
kind of separated you in this all this heavy competitive market right so i would love to hear your take on like creating irresistible offers i would love to hear that on how you have done it in the solar as well yeah it's a great question nikhil so you know people want value they want to get more for their money mm-hmm. and in solar everyone's saying the same stuff go solar save money uh people marketers were outright lie to the prospective customer saying go solar now because in this county there's only a limited amount of government budgets and you can go solar for free and yeah that stuff's going to get people to fill out a form but the problem is when it comes time to sell those people they mm-hmm. realize that they have been deceived from the very beginning and yeah. no one likes being lied to mm. i don't know anybody who likes being lied to um so so creating irresistible offers well what can we do to separate ourselves from the competition mm-hmm. you know in, in, in any niche we have to realize that we're not special until we make ourselves special and we're not special until the custom our potential customers and our audience realizes we're special so how do we stand out from our competition creating an irresistible offer comes down to making people feel good really because a lot of the the logic uh, is nowhere to be found i heard a saying a long time ago that um a good deal is just a state of mind how do we create that state of mind in our customer well i mean i could speak to solar um there's a lot of different ways that we can grab their attention Mm -hmm. Um, but really it comes down to the salespeople and the rest of the organization that we work for or we work with being willing to work their asses off to create the an experience and fulfill these people's expectations from the time they sign their documents to the time the panels are installed. That has to be a very enjoy, enjoy, enjoyable experience. It has to be something that they don't feel like they regret after the fact. Yeah. But the offer. Yeah. I'm sorry, Nikhil. So I'm going all over the place. The To create an irresistible offer, you have to think of what's going to make people stop scrolling. And it has to be something that's that jumps out at you. That's that sounds like this is too good to be true. But it mm. but it but it but it can't be. You have to actually deliver on it after the fact. I, I can I'm not gonna give you away all all you know exactly what, what I do because I think it would take a long time. Yeah. But for, and we don't want to make it just specific to what I do, but you have to figure out what's going to add more value to people's lives. People want value. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the more value you actually deliver, the more irresistible the offer is. Just need to give that transformation which they're looking for. And I believe when there is a transformation, everything else becomes irrelevant. Appreciate that, Cody. So let's get to the next question. And, you know, I think having the right offer help you to scale fast, right? So we would love to hear the journey of like how you have done over $1 million in 19 months, and especially, you know, you selling the solar yourself. So how did that story go so overall? Well, I'm lucky to have surrounded myself with a good team of people. Uh, I have good relationships with people. And in order for me to make over a million dollars in 19 months, it was really not just me being the smartest person in the room. It was me really listening a lot to people who have already done well for themselves and 
them giving me some ideas and me kind of building out these ideas into something that's, you know, a company. Um, I had people working for me to help me accomplish uh, this particular goal mm-hmm. of a million dollars in 19 months. Um, had a sales team that was working for me, helping me sell. And uh, it took a lot of work, quite honestly. Um, managing salespeople is something that I actually don't enjoy. <laughs> but um, I figured that uh, once I had the ClickFunnels 2 Comma Club Award, it would be a good way to show people, you know, if you can imagine me holding this thing up and looking for the camera here, I got, here's what I got that other people don't have. Everyone's going to tell you how great they are. Here's something that I got that a lot of people in our, you know, as, as advertisers, we want to have. Um, and it's something that people who know what it is, they respect it. And I didn't post it on my personal <laughs> pages. And a lot of people don't even know what I do quite honestly. Um, but yeah. people who, you know what I mean? It's, uh, well, Cody, what do you do? Well, I think a lot. I take long walks and think. <laughs> and then I sit in front of a computer for a long time and make those thoughts a reality, you know? Um, mm. But yeah, a million dollars selling to homeowners. Uh, so to go back a step, you asked me how I started in this industry. Well, after I worked for other companies, I started my company knocking doors. And, uh, from those experiences of knocking doors and, you know, sitting and I did the math one time I've sat with over 2000 people in their houses and selling them at their kitchen table or attempting to sell them solar at their home. And that knowledge cannot be bought in a course. You can't read it in a book. For sure. You know what I mean? You're going to raw data. Yes. That, that is, that is, sweat equity at, at, you know, so I just take that knowledge and I built it into my marketing campaign and all of these little things add up to big things, you know, and, uh, a big thing like getting this two comic club award, but I will tell you guys not, not to, not to make it sound like I'm not grateful for what I've uh, accomplished or whatever, but you realize after making a million dollars, that it's not that much money. And uh, so, uh, you know, um, you realize that you want a million dollars in your bank account, not just, you know, running through your PayPal account. <laughs> yeah, true. What's left yeah. is what matters the most in the end. Yeah, that's right, man. That's right. So yeah. uh, mm, absolutely, brother. So I think, you know, uh, you definitely added great value there. We would love to hear your take on, especially as a company who sells solar or generally any other company right who are having a little bit more moving parts the issue is as you have discussed profitability right okay great we have done x amount of revenue but guess what you're left with like 15 percent margins 10 percent margins sometimes even worse right in different businesses of course right so we would love to hear like how did you manage to maintain profitability while scaling using advertising because i believe advertising is one of the main sources on how you were actually generating leads? Yeah, um, so that's a great question. And, and, and what I do, Nikhil, um, you have to make sure that the people actually selling what it is that you're offering are excellent mm-hmm. at what they do. You know, because in e-commerce, it's all about the the offer and then the funnel, and then you can you can see them check out and buy in real time. So from front to back, you control that whole thing. Whereas when it that the sale is made offline, 
you have to make sure that your team that's actually executing the sales component is very clear on what is being advertised, how it's being advertised, how to sell it, namely Mm -hmm. how to close, how to Mm -hmm. ask for the money multiple times. You know, I see even some very seasoned salespeople, they don't realize that all the money is made in the closing. The rest of the story means absolutely nothing if you can't ask for the sale multiple times, okay, in different ways where it sounds like you're not closing them. Um, so that's very, that's the first thing I want to add. Um, the other, so that's, you know, that's part of how to actually transact sales. But as far as scaling online and mm-hmm. being able to, and I think that's more of what your correct your question was directed at. Um, people don't know, and I'm and I say this because I'm almost, I I know it, that they don't know how to test and control a certain test of what they're doing on regarding advertising. Make a change to their controlled variable and can and then test that new control against the previous control and so they can move forward confidently knowing not not thinking knowing that this new ad and the creative and you know so the headline the primary text the creative that that is the very best advert that's the very best ad that they have to date so then they can scale using that ad. Whereas I think that what most people are doing right now is they're basically, I'm sorry, guesswork. Yeah. Guesswork. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, They're essentially what I, what I have referred to it. um, What I've heard to it referred as is day trading on Facebook's platform (laughs) or day trading on the (laughs) Google ads platform. They're trying to hack the machine. They Mm. want, they, they feel like they, like they're smart enough to break the machine on Facebook or Google. It's like, come on, those things are so, really? That's what you're doing? Robust, yeah. It's impossible. So we have to start thinking about how to teach these machines to do what they want us, what we want them to do. And you have to play that that machine's game. You're not gonna beat their game. You play with it. And uh, I I think that's how you maintain profitability while scaling. Yeah, true, true, Cody. I think that's a beautiful answer right there. Like, you know, understanding that you need to collide with the algorithm you're working on, especially on advertising. And it's not a day trading that you change your creative immediately at 2 p.m. and you shift that with a different variation at 4 p.m. and make profit instantly. It doesn't work that way. I think it's really about learning that, uh, you know, tweak of art right like you know art of tweak uh you know and definitely scale it up from there that is so beautiful so let's get to the next question brother i think this would be much interesting to actually answer you know like how to actually have a base level of marketing ecosystem to actually fill more clients as a solar company as a marketing company as a company in general who manages high level clients yeah um so i the ecosystem is is highly important and this is something I had to wrap my head around um, a couple years ago, uh, mm-hmm. October 2020. I woke up. I can't remember what day, but I woke up to find my Facebook ad account had been shut down. Like I think a lot of people did around that time. I had literally nothing to fall back on. All, all I had was Facebook. I had just started playing with Google uh, and YouTube. Um, 
So to answer your question, yes, you absolutely need to have multiple irons in the fire, so to speak. Um, I've even heard that not uh, an ad campaign is not complete unless you have the three pillars, which is going to be uh, Facebook, Google, and YouTube, and email. You know, without those three, those are the big three, so to speak. Um, now, are, is Twitter and TikTok and other? Yeah, that's that's all important. But those big three are are very important. Now, to, to to speak a little more to this ecosystem, I think personally, and what I do again, this and this is going to be a lead generation type of uh, business, like I'm in. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of times we're looking for at what the ad platform tells us to know if a campaign is successful or not. Um, you know. It, down to what campaign is working better, what what ad set, what what ad, if we're talking about Facebook uh, or even Google. Um, but I think the whole ecosystem is far more important than we give it credit for. Because let me give you a little story. So for solar marketing formula, I started running ads about six months ago. Mm-hmm. And I heard crickets, Nikhil, for like three, four months. I was banging my I was almost banging my head against this wall in front of me trying to figure out why people weren't scheduling calls with me. I didn't get it. I have this award. I've been doing I've been in this industry for like seven years. I didn't understand what it was. And I tell you, all of a sudden, one day, my calendar started just getting filled up. And I Nikhil, this is very important. I want people to, to hear this because especially you guys going business to business, just realize that when you're saying something different to your audience that they have never heard before, a different angle, it takes time for them to understand what it is that they're actually engaging with. They don't get it at first. They have to see it multiple times in different ways. And Mm. I can tell you this with, and and I'm sure of this because I would actually talk to people on the phone and I would ask them, what got your, your attention when you saw, whatever you saw me doing online, what got your attention? And some people would say, you know what? I've watched all of your videos that you've put out for the last three, four months. I'm telling you, a guy told me just like that. And oh I can God. tell. Yeah. And he goes, and I can tell that you're 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 honest, you're truthful, you're you you there's something different about what you're doing. And so it took time for that to happen. The ecosystem of having YouTube ads, Google ads, uh, Facebook ads, and then being on multiple platforms and telling your story in multiple different ways and having these people interact with it and digest what it is that you're doing. Something that's different was imperative for solar marketing formula. Um, so I would encourage you to understand that yes, having one particular ad is, is one controlled ad talking about scaling again is very important. You want to have that one winner your bread and butter yeah. you put most of your budget behind that one right yeah however you're gonna have other pieces that support your main your main ad so don't don't just disregard those ones because in your facebook dashboard they don't look as good if you have a gut feeling that you think you know what the numbers don't tell me exactly exactly that this is the best one, but I feel like it's supporting that the, the main piece of the puzzle. Trust your gut and 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 keep that Let other supporting cast. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a key as well. I think that definitely creates more strength to the actual ad and, you know, you know, decrease the ad cost overall by creating that trust sense of, you know, retargeting, you know, for your customers as well, for sure. So yeah, Cody, that was definitely an interesting story. Appreciate you actually going into detail. So we would love to hear, you know, recently we have been seeing you like scaling up the solar marketing formula. So we'd love to learn more about like, how are you scaling up fast as a marketing agency? How was the transition from a complete solar guy now teaching other people and doing it for them on, you know, the solar marketing. So how are you taking it forward from now? Yeah, uh, uh, Nikhil, if, if, uh, there's one thing I want to add to the last question, if I if I may. Um, yep. I, lo I love music, and I am very eclectic. Um, so I like all different genres, I like classical. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I like almost everything, right? Hmm. But I'll admit that sometimes I'll hear a certain song, and I won't like it till after I hear it five or six times. And it's because I believe that my ear and my mind is adjusting to the frequency in that song. And then I really like it. I think that some of our advertising, we have to understand that that's happening in our potential customers' uh, mind as well. Mm. Sometimes they need to be warmed up, especially, again, when it's something that's different. You got you got to give them time. They're like, what the hell is this? When when Steve Jobs, we all love Steve Jobs stuff, right? When he came out the iPhone and people were like, what the hell is that? You couldn't wrap mm -hmm. your head around it, you know? So anyway, uh, scaling up fast as an agency. Um, I think that um, to kind of to kind of add to what I was saying a moment ago, it, sometimes it, it, it takes a little bit of time for people to warm up to it. And then once it once they have. I have a lot of appointments scheduled, especially last week was nuts. Um, and they're all telling me, basically I could tell that they appreciate that I'm just telling them straightforward how things are, how I see it. People are far less interested in what you're saying than what you're not saying. And if they can feel like you're leaving something out because it's beneficial to you, people are very good at picking up on stuff like that. So, I got news for you guys. Um, all you bullshitters out there, people are starting to figure it out better than ever before. People are tired of being lied to. This is the zeitgeist of our times. People yeah. are tired of it. And it's good. This is a good thing because guys who are doing the right thing and guys and men and women who do the right thing and stand for something, they're going to do better now than ever before. Um, tell that story online in your own words. And, once people figure out that 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 you are being truthful, I believe that good things will happen for you. You will scale fast. Um, take care of people. I just I like very basic stuff, Nikhil. I mean, do the right thing, you know, um, set the proper expectation up from the beginning and deliver on it. You know, um, it, my current ad is structured as my current offer rather is structured as I'll, if you buy one week of solar marketing from me, I'll give you three weeks for free. Okay. Mm. So you give me a thousand bucks. That's what I charge weekly right now. And I'll give you three more weeks for free. Why would I do that? Because I want to prove to you that I know what I'm doing. And if you like it after a month, then you keep it and the price goes up. 
So the only way I make any money, real money is if you stick around. So what's going to make you stick around? By telling you what's going to happen. You, thank you. Results. I, and, and, and really outlining what it is they're going to expect and what they're going to receive by, be, by being a client and mm-hmm. giving that to them. I, honestly, Nikhil, I think that I think it's really simple. I think we try to overcomplicate everything. Dude, I agree. You know, that's that's what that's my belief. Deliver on what your promises are, and good things will happen. Yeah, for sure, for sure, Cody. I definitely can sense, it, especially as a marketing agency, right? Everything comes down, boils down to like what you can really deliver. You know, uh, when it comes to the client results side, because that's what's going to compound at a very high speed than anything else. Anything else doesn't matter. Your marketing doesn't matter. Your sales doesn't matter. Your clientele doesn't matter. Your results is what matters the most, right? Even if you're helping like smaller, smaller companies, but you're helping them at a very larger scale, absolutely can compound for you and definitely help you enter big markets. So yeah, I love that, Cody. Appreciate you mentioning that. And yeah, we would love to hear like your tech staff, like, you know, how does uh, your management projects, clients, how does that look like? Do you use any tools to manage all of this, Cody? Um, as, as far as, um, the tools I use, the software I use to produce campaigns and keep them operational, I, I use the same stuff. I'm sure everyone else does Zapier, mm-hmm. Wufu, you know, I have drip, um, click funnels, right. Obviously. Um, mm-hmm. but when it comes down to managing my clients, um, leads and their scheduled appointments with homeowners i actually prefer very simple stuff Uh, i use two things and and it's funny because we have to know our audience typically if a solar sales rep or a solar contractor is hiring me to do uh online advertising for them it's Mm -hmm. because they don't want to deal with technology and um they know what they're good at it's talking about home renovation solar that sort of thing. So they basically want to offload this entire problem to myself. So here's what I'm getting at, Nikhil. When when they when they get started with my service, I give them a, a Gmail login. They log into a Gmail account and they have a spreadsheet and they have a calendar. If it's a good lead, it goes to the spreadsheet. Of those good leads, they go on their calendar. That's it. It's knowing my audience knowing who you're serving it's imperative (laughs) that's amazing so you're running a business on spreadsheets and gmail accounts that's that's beautiful (laughs) so yeah guys who are actually complicating because you don't have tech now you have cody for a reason okay so no excuses (laughs) (laughs) well you know here's the thing nikhil is i've had people that worked with me uh and they wanted to make, bring all this software and all this. It was just, it was more problematic than it. It was more problems than benefits. And I told them from the very, I didn't even let it clutter our lives. I said, look, that's great, but it's not important. You need to pick up the phone and start calling people and sell something. Yeah. Because in my industry, that's what's important. We try, <laughs> we, we try to procrastinate too much. Get yeah. to work. You don't sell much, right? As no. it should be. Absolutely, brother. <laughs> so that's the end period. Yeah, <laughs> Mic drop that's moment. It, man. That's yeah, it. Let's, let's, yeah, let's get to the next question, brother. I would sure. love to hear more about like your daily routines. How does that look like? You know, 
this is I like this question a lot, Nikhil, and I'm a firm believer in exercise and diet and meditation, journaling, um, yoga, hiking. I mean, all of these things. I I I, I exercise two three times a day, mm-hmm. and to me, it's all it's just a balance for my mind to be able to sit down for hours at a time and work in front of a computer. Mm. I need to get up. and I mean, when I'm done with this, Nikhil, I'm going to go for a walk and go get some sunshine, take my shirt off, walk around, get the vitamin D, just breathe and think. And, you know, to get right back in front of this computer and get back to work. You know, if you're not taking care of your mind and your body, and they're both the same thing, fellas and, and guys and gals, keep saying, uh, addressing people like they're all men. And I'm sure they're not, but either way, man or woman, whoever, whatever you are, you need to take care of your mind and your body, because if you're not, you cannot do your most effective work. Yeah. You need, you, you know, you know, it's, it's just so Western culture for a long time. Uh, it just, we didn't focus on doing things like meditating, uh, you know, and just now, I think in the last five years or so, we're really picking up on it and it's changed my life. Um, so my daily routine specifically, I'll tell you exactly what it is. Okay. I wake up in the morning and I go outside. I walk my dog for 10 or 15 minutes. And the, and the reason why is I want to get, I want to see the sun come up and I want to be able to get my gather my thoughts and by moving around and getting my body moving, the blood starts circulating, circulating to my mind. It gets my thoughts going, wakes me up. Seeing the sun activates us. You know, it does something to our minds where seeing the sun, it kind of kind of gets us, makes us wake up. I used to drink caffeine right as soon as I as I woke up, but I no longer do that. I get I try to give it, I try. Some days I don't, but you know, an hour to two hours of no caffeine out the gate. I heard it reduces, you need to let the, I don't know, I'm not going to go into the science because I'll screw it up, but it's a good thing. And I can tell you, I can feel the difference because once I do ingest caffeine, it really hits, it hits better. And I feel more centered. Mm. I come back inside after walking and I journal anything that's on my mind. I'll write it out. doesn't matter. It could be personal, could be business, could be both. After that, I'll meditate. After that, I'll read a little bit of either Stoicism uh, books, or I m- most recently started reading Robert Greene's um, the Robert Greene uh, Daily Laws. Hmm. It's a fan- fantastic book. I- I've read every one of his books, aside aside from Seduction, and and the Fifty Cent one. I haven't done that one yet. But something that kind of sets your your life on the right track from the very beginning in the mornings i think is important and then i'll work out and then after all that stuff after working out i'll take a cold shower i know kind of cliche we hear about cold showers and all stuff but i do it and it does work too and then i work (laughs) so it's like a two three hour routine before i even Mm -hmm. sit down i want to say this nikhil if i can this is very important I'm a, I'm a type A type person. I like to work hard just because I enjoy working. But as entrepreneurs, and I'm sure we're ta- I'm talking to mainly entrepreneurs here, you're not paid to work. 
you are paid to come up with great ideas and execute on those great ideas. And you can't force those sometimes. They don't, I can't tell you how much of my life I've wasted sitting in front of a computer doing a bunch of work that was complete garbage that did not need to be done. So yeah. what I'm saying is if you go for the hike, you could take a whole day off and go walk. Go walk around. Go go to a lake or do whatever you want. Don't think about work. Don't think about it. And come back and watch the difference sometimes. You know? It, hey, sure. We're stuck in a culture, or we were for a long time. I think people are getting smarter. But it's all about hustle and hustle and hustle and hustle and hustle and don't sleep and team no sleep and all this nonsense. That's not it. Take time. Take time. It'll mm. be there when you get back. All your work, will, it's not going anywhere. It'll still be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You definitely need that like, detachment from your business, especially when you're like continuously burning out back to back. The brain juice, right? Like the kind of strategic uh, thought processes you actually follow along, the good decisions you take, the probability will be decreasing as you continuously be on the same mode, beast mode over and over because... You can't be an attacker 24-7, right? You need that rest, you know, uh, to, to just be an attacker and beast. Yeah, that was beautiful, Cody. Appreciate you. Now let's get to the next question. What will be your suggestion to a 20-year-old yourself or someone who's just getting started in business? Yeah, if you want to be in business, you have to, you have to not beat around the bush. You just realize that all businesses are comprised of sales. No sales, no customers, no business. I sold copiers door to door was the first ever real sales, you know, I want to say hardcore sales uh, job that I ever had. So mm. I would go to business parks, walk into the front door, get business cards, try to figure out who made the decisions on buying the copier, go back to my office, make cold calls, try to get an appointment, go down there and sell them. It was hard. But I realized that if I could do that, and I did, I could do anything. Because it was yeah. the hardest. It was the hardest. I can't really think of anything much harder, quite honestly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just hard. There's nothing attractive about them, you know, nothing. So um, if you want to become an entrepreneur and you want to be really good, get used to failing a lot as a salesperson to start. If I was 20 years old, I would say, you want to be an entrepreneur? And, and really make sure that 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 they have an affirmative yes. Okay, go sell something that's hard to sell, like like a copier or any outside sales. Just go right for the hardest. Go right for the hardest thing you can do right out the gate because you're young. You know you can handle it. Go out there and do that first and figure that out. Once you figure that out, then you can you know, other connections will be, will form in your mind where you realize that if I can do this, I could do this and I could do this. So yeah, go, go get good at sales because you're going to have to okay. be persuasive, not just for your customers, but as you become a better, as you become a better leader, um, people are going to look to you for guidance and you're going to have to be able to persuade them many times. So persuasion is key for any, any, any business. Yeah, true. I agree. That's definitely a valuable answer for sure, Curry. Appreciate you getting into details on that part. So we would love to hear more about your life's biggest achievements so far and any next bigger goals. Yeah, that's a that's a great uh, 
That's a great question, Nikhil. And I'm a, I think I like to think very, very, very broadly sometimes. So I'll give you a question that or I'll give you an answer that may not uh, be expected, which I think my life's biggest achievement, quite honestly, is my family. Um, you know, you can't, you can't, you can have all the money in the world, but that won't buy you a loving family. And I have one, I have a family that loves me a lot and I'm, I work hard on, on having that and, and uh, maintaining the relationships in my, in my family. Um, now, as far as my, my next biggest goal, um, I do want to scale solar marketing formula, but I'm not in much of a hurry to do so. Meaning that the most important thing to me is that every single one of my customers, my clients, I should say, is taken care of and they feel like they have an exceptional service when they hire my, my agency. Um, it's kind of funny because most of my clients I don't even talk to. And that's a good thing in my business. Yeah. You know, they don't. I'm going to see a client tomorrow and we're going to have lunch, but I haven't talked to him for probably two months and I just was going to be in his area. So I figured I'd, I'd go see him. You know, business owners are very busy and they don't want you to be another one of their problems. They want you to do your job and go away, quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> so my goal is to uh, persuade other business owners to hire me and then have them forget about me just as fast because I'm doing my job. There you go. Period. Yeah, that was a great answer for sure. <laughs> Interesting. So let's get to the next question, brother. So what was the biggest mistake, uh, you know, in your life, especially in terms of business so far? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. In terms of business, uh, let's talk about business because I don't even know if I could. I've made lots. I've made many mistakes in my life. As far as uh, in business, um, I think the and this can and this I could continue with with this same mistake, which is not knowing what it is that you're after mm -hmm. and then and then going in, in the wrong direction. You know, you have to really decide what it is that you want first before you can go after the goal. I think that too often we just think, well, I need to make money. What do I do? And yeah, in certain stages of your life, you have to answer that question first. But after you get a little bit of, you know, um, success, I guess, you know, figure out what it is that you want your life to look like every day and then work your way backwards and figure out how to achieve that. At least that's what I've done. I figured that I want to work from home. I want to take vacations and be able to work from a boat or from an island or wherever. Yeah. How do I do that? You know, and that was what started me on this journey 10 plus years ago. It, it got me interested in, in advertising. Um, so what do I want my day to look like? Who are the type of people I want to work with and work your way backwards to figure out how to make that a reality? That would, that would be my, uh, my, um, my advice. And the biggest mistakes in my life I've made is not knowing what the actual goal is and then working my ass off to not even know what I want. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't work. True. Yeah, absolutely. But I appreciate you mentioning that. So, I mean, as an entrepreneur, right? Like we need, we get sometimes, you know, tough times and we need like right inspiration to move forward, right? Like keep being steady and emotionally balanced to, you know, keep moving forward. So we would love to know more about like your main inspiration for the success and any key people involved in the journey. 
Yeah, certainly. So I'll, I'll go in chronological order. Um, I'm lucky because I have two entrepreneurial uh, examples in my family. Um, my dad was an entrepreneur. My stepdad is an entrepreneur. Um, yeah, so that that really helped. Um, and from there, uh, the guy I sold copiers for, uh, he, named Roland Martinez, he was a very good, um, very good businessman and good sales trainer. But someone that is a little more famous, but still not extremely famous, who passed away, unfortunately, a few years ago, uh, way too early, was is Frank Rambaskis. Mm-hmm. And um, Frank uh, wrote a book called Never Cold Call Again. And for all the youngsters watching who are kind of like doing, you know, um, a lot of the footwork, you know, we, we call them uh, meat markets where you have a, <laughs> I'm sorry, but when you have a, um, a sales organization that relies heavily on people to go to a, you know, door to door selling stuff, that's what we hmm. call a meat market. Okay. And um, <laughs> if, if, if you're stuck in that role, and you want to figure out how to get out of that role, you know, learn about marketing. So I bought Frank Roboskis's book. I be, I actually, you know, ended up speaking with him on the phone a few times. Very good man. And um, rest in peace, my friend. But that he was also very um, influential. Um, Larry Wingett. I don't know if you know that name, but he's a, a guy. He's on uh, on different uh news shows a lot for he's involved in some politics stuff nowadays he's very good he has some really good books that are very straightforward it's no fluff it's just right to the point i like that style um i think naval ravikant is is very very is very very smart and i read naval of uh or the almanac of naval and it was genius um tim ferris andy frisella you know, you get a, those those names there. If you study any of their stuff, you'll you'll be just fine. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, brother. That was definitely interesting. Thank you so much for mentioning such good names and as a referrals for our clients and people who are actually listening to this podcast. So, brother, I mean, you are you know absolutely killing it with marketing when it comes to solar. So, where can our audience find you mentoring or start working with you in general? Yeah, uh, if you go to um, my Facebook page is, um, I think you have the link there, uh, Nikhil, but it's, um, yep. Cody I'll drop it in there. yeah, yes, please. Um, cause my last name is kind of hard to spell. People call me McDonald all the time. I don't know why, but, um, Cody Maldonado <laughs> solar, solar marketing formula. Uh, you can find me there. Um, you know, I do believe in paying it forward and I am here to help. If there's any entrepreneurs watching this and, you were intrigued by anything I said, just know that this is the same me that my family gets. Uh, if you see me at the grocery store, I'll talk to you the same way. This is just who I am. If I can help you somehow, you know, let me know, um, send me a message on there. Um, I don't know. Maybe Nikhil, maybe I can give you my email address too. Uh, if, yeah, if you think that's sure. a good idea, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to yeah, be for sure, for sure. blown up. Yep. <laughs> If you can let me know your email, I'll actually attach both of them in the description. So guys, uh, whoever is checking out this podcast, so make sure to check out the description of this podcast where you will find Cody's uh, personal Facebook as well as his email to actually write to so you can connect with him. And I'm pretty, pretty sure you'll have absolute amazing time working with him. So yeah, that was definitely spot on, brother. Any last word before we conclude the entire podcast session for today? 
You know, no, I think I've, I don't know how long we, we've been talking for 43 minutes now, you know? Um, no, I, I think that that's about it. Um, if, if you want to, if you want something, go, go work hard for it. You know, if there's, there is no shortcuts, no shortcuts, go after it, go work for it. And you, and you will, you will uh, attain what, what is it you're, that you're looking to, to, to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful message, brother. So once again, Cody, thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity. It was definitely insane having you on. The amazing stories you shared, the experience you had, the solar and how you have been utilizing it to scale up your marketing agency and the way you're carry forwarding it to other businesses. We are definitely looking forward to, you know, see you big and see you grow and uh, excited. So guys, uh, you know what to do if you need more help. So make sure to check out, you know, Cody's profile link in the description and email him and connect with him on Facebook. So yeah, guys, uh, stay tuned for the next interview. This is me, the Nikhil Sai and Cody signing off for today. Peace. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye. Thank you. Awesome.